Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to continue in the book of Joel, one of the minor prophets. We're in chapter 1, verses 8 and following. We started yesterday and learned about an invasion of locusts. Talked about how this is not just an invasion of locusts that is wiping out the vineyards and the fig trees and all the crops and devastating the people and the economy, but it's also a reminder of God's sovereign judgment on the people for their sin. And so what should the people do in response to this invasion of locusts? Let's pick it up in verse 8. Lament like a virgin wearing sackcloth for the bridegroom of her youth. This is talking about like if a woman was betrothed to a man and he died before their marriage took place. And it goes on, says, The grain offering and the drink offering are cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests mourn, the ministers of the Lord. The fields are destroyed. The ground mourns because the grain is destroyed. The wine drives up. The oil languishes. Again, this is talking about the consequences of a locust invasion. Be ashamed, O tillers of the soil. Wail, O vine dressers, for the wheat and the barley, because the harvest of the field has perished. The vine dries up, the fig tree languishes. Remember we talked about vineyards, vines, and fig trees are symbols of peace and prosperity. And so this has got double meaning. Literal vine vineyards and fig trees have dried up, but this is symbolic also of peace and prosperity, which is being dried up because the people have sinned. Pomegranate, palm, and apple, all the trees of the field are dried up, and gladness dries up from the children of man. Put on sackcloth and lament, O priests. Wail, O ministers of the altar. Go in, pass the night in sackcloth, O ministers of my God, because grain offering and drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. So this obviously isn't just the response to some locusts coming and eating the crops. This is response to the deeper meaning, the deeper deeper significance that Joel is trying to draw the people's attention to, namely that the judgment of God is upon the people. These locusts aren't just random bugs that could have been here for any reason, this or that. This is a purposeful sign from God that the people are under judgment. And the only way to respond to that, according to Joel, is to repent. Verse 14, consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Alas for the day, for the day of the Lord is near and as destruction from the Almighty it comes. Is not the food cut off before your eyes, joy and gladness from the house of our God? The seed shrivels under the clods. The storehouses are desolate. The granaries are torn down because the grain has dried up. How the beasts groan. The herds of cattle are perplexed because there is no pasture for them. Even the flocks of sheep suffer. To you, O Lord, I call. For fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness and flame has burned all the trees of the field. Even the beasts of the field pant for you because the water brooks are dried up and fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness. I want to deal with one thing in here that's the first time that Joel mentions the day of the Lord in verse 15. And this is kind of a recurring thing that he mentions. What is the day of the Lord exactly? And I'm looking at my ESV study notes when I 
when I share this, which let me just highlight again, I haven't spent much time in Joel. I'm not an expert in Old Testament minor prophets. And so I'm learning right alongside you guys and just trying to share some of the high points and point you to some of the things that have been helpful to me. So this stuff isn't just pouring out of my head, but I, I've got cheat sheets here and I try to pass on the stuff that I think is most helpful. The day of the Lord can re- refer to a day of destruction and a threat for Israel or for the nations. However, for God's people, it can also be associated with his presence or his blessing or salvation. So the day of the Lord is significant. And the idea is that whatever it is, whether it's through destruction or whether it's for the blessing of the people, it's the day of the Lord. It's the day when the Lord is doing his work. Now back to this idea of this response to this locust plague or this locust invasion. You look around and you see You can imagine people in Joel's time, some might not connect the dots. They might not draw the conclusion that Joel is concluding, which is, look around you people. The locusts have attacked our crops. The locusts attacked Egypt by the hand of the Lord way back during the Exodus. And God's word told us that if we weren't faithful to him, locusts would come and cause problems like this. And some of you might be just kind of going through your normal everyday life thinking that this locust thing was just some random deal. But no, no, this is the Lord trying to get our attention and we need to repent. I wonder if there are things that we see in our modern day, which some people would be sensitive that the Lord's trying to get our attention. And other people might just think this is random stuff that's happening and there's no real significance to it. You think about all the things going on in the world today, geopolitically different nations fighting and warring against each other, Uh, different things happening even in our own American culture, even in our Christian culture, where you have people rising up and in the name of Christ saying things that are not true or not biblical. And so we're left to interpret these signs. And none of us has a conclusive answer for what this means or why this is happening. But it's probably not a bad idea to whenever we see something that catches our attention or that seems a little off or that seems like something maybe undesirable or, or painful or, or maybe not in line with the way things should be if the Lord was everyone's God, for us to just stop and go, okay, Lord, uh, I want to learn whatever you've got for me to learn in this situation. I want to respond in whatever way you want me to respond to this situation. And to use Joel's pattern and his advice here, I don't think it's ever a bad idea to respond by repenting. Because when we repent, we acknowledge before the Lord that we're sinful. We acknowledge before the Lord that his ways are higher and better than our ways. And it helps us to recalibrate ourselves to him being God, the all-sovereign, the all-powerful, and us being small, independent, and insufficient and unworthy. And when we get in that posture, for whatever reason draws us to that posture, whether it's a locust invasion or whether it's some thing that we notice geopolitically going on today or something even in our own personal lives, when we get in that posture, we're in a spot where we're more thankful and receptive to the grace that God gives us through faith in Christ. And we're more ready to be used by him as his instrument in the world for his name and for the sake of the gospel. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.